0: On a Thursday, Thursday, May 27th, and a Friday, May 28th, it is another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast. Network Matt Derry with you as we discuss Detroit Lions football and the week that was at OTA, organized team activities in Allen Park. Shout out to the Lions for the numbers. I will explain coming up momentarily on the podcast. We'll get into it. Also, the Lions had a free agent visit today. It's a running back. And quite honestly... I'm saying hard pass. I I can't get over something. And I will explain that on the show today as well. Also, um, you know, you look at certain players and you just wonder if they can get it. And the Lions are trying a total resurrection project with a certain individual. We'll talk about that as well. Right here on Locked on Lions, we are brought to you today by rockauto.com. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. If you follow us on Twitter, we thank you. You can find me on Twitter, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions, where we post the podcast every day, or on the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. For those of you that are uh, Facebook people, and uh, get the pod that way you can. Subscribe to us, uh, please, if you have Apple Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Uh, subscribe so you get the show. Each and every day, I was talking to the legendary Joni today, one of the ushers uh, at Comerica Park as you walk into the stadium. Um, I, I, you know, I've said this so many times. I'm not a Tigers fan. I'm an Indians fan. I don't particularly like Comerica Park. But Joni is a breath of fresh air. And she said to me, whoa, what's going on? Where are you? I said, are you a Lions fan? She said, yes. I said, Google Locked on Lions and find the show or go to LockedOnLions.com and listen because I do a podcast every day. She's like, oh, that's great. So, shout out to uh, Joni. I, I posted a picture of me and her on Twitter today because I took a little uh, selfie with her. Anyway, Tribe 1, by the way, uh, taking three out of four um, from the Tigers. But anyway, so today the media uh, were allowed in to film, take take you know still shots, and uh, listen in and watch OTAs, organized team activities, as the Lions were working out in Allen Park. And I, and I want to say something about this organization for this is where I want to start. And we're going to get to Todd Gurley. Yes, it's stunning to me, but that's yes. Todd Gurley is here. Um, The Lions organized team activities are voluntary. They're voluntary. And most veterans, a lot of veterans are not showing up no matter if it's in Cleveland, Baltimore, Seattle, Detroit, wherever. Some teams like Houston, like Atlanta, they've got new coaches, they they need to get players there. They need to learn about the system, learn about the coaches. But again, voluntary means you do not have to show up. It is not mandatory for you to be there. And yet the Lions for week one of in person workouts, OTAs, organized team activities. Dan Campbell said today more than 80 players were there. All right, the roster's at ninety. <laughs> That's impressive. You know, you got Tom Brady and some of these guys that are big NFL PA honks that are going, no, 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 we're, we, we're not going to go. We're going to exercise our rights not to go until we know it's safe and COVID safe and protocols and all this stuff. And some teams are are, are still questioning their own organization's set of rules, whatever it is. But the NFL is basically saying, we're going to have open stadiums, we're going to have uh, uh, packed houses, et cetera, and... You know, 80, over 80 players there out of 90 is really good. And actually, with Joel Heath, the Lions' uh, uh, newly signed free agent defensive tackle and former Michigan State Spartan tearing his ACL uh, the other day. It's a terrible story. The Lions, really their roster really is at 89. All right? So 80 out of 89 is really good. Some of the no-shows include Michael Brockers. Jamie Collins and Tyrell Crosby. Crosby's notable because, quite honestly, he's not a starter. And he, if you looked at the depth chart before the draft, you went Tyrell Crosby at right tackle. Then the Lions draft Penny Sewell with the seventh overall pick, and it's like, all right, Penny Sewell's at at right tackle. Tyrell Crosby goes to the bench. The Lions are going to need some depth along their offensive line. They've got some guys that played last year. Uh, uh, um, Matt, what's his nuts? Uh, the the former Iowa uh, O lineman. His name will come to me. Um, you know Logan Stenberg, um, Dan Skipper, the, the guys like that that are you know bit pieces and fill in guys. And Tyrell Crosby, of course, started some games. Uh, came off the bench. Ode Abushi was another one. He's not with the Lions um, anymore. But you look at it and say you'd figure that Tyrell Crosby would be there. Now, according to Dave Burkett of the Free Press, Crosby has been attending virtual Zoom sessions all spring, so it's not an all-out boycott. And again, these are voluntary. It's not a holdout, but mandatory minicamp, which starts in June, you would expect Tyrell Crosby to be there, unless Crosby's unhappy and wants to be traded. He's in the last year of his contract. The Lions have talked to him and told him, don't believe the hype. Don't read the tea leaves. Don't listen to the rumors. Don't go on Twitter. We like you. We, we want you to be here. Um, so, you know, Hank Fraley, the O-line coach, said a few weeks ago, or last week, that Tyrell Crosby's an important piece, and they would like to keep him. There were reports that the Lions were shopping him, and the Lions told Crosby no. But he might want to be a starter somewhere else and, and try to, you know, cash in on, on, a, on a rather big contract. So, but eight. That's impressive. That, that's a kind of attendance, and I've been covering this team a long time. I can't remember OTAs being that crowded, which means the Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell message is getting across to the players, and they want to be here. The NFL's a grind. All right? You get into training camp in hot August all the way through you know, September, October, November, December, and your body, and, you're, and now it's going to be mid-January. With eighteen game or seventeen games, your body takes a beating. So the opportunity to rest and not have to come to work and still get paid and and not, you know, I don't think I think that's really good. And I think the Lions deserve credit for getting all of these guys there on a string, one pride, and you know, it's 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 a nice thing. Will it translate to wins down the road? You gotta hope so. I don't know about this year, but I think that's, that says something about the culture that Holmes and Campbell certainly are creating here. All right, uh, coming up next, Todd Gurley's in town visiting. <laughs> I, just, I can't get over last year. I can't get past last season. I'm having a hard time with October 25th, 2020 still in my head The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, the prices are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So I spent up to twice as much for the same parts. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On" in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, Lions fans, I want to take you back to October 25th, 2020. Your Detroit Lions were in Atlanta facing the Falcons. The Falcons had a first down with a minute to go. Well, like a minute 10 to go. And they handed the football down by two off to Todd Gurley. The Lions' D-line and linebackers basically stopped playing, hoping that Gurley would go in for a touchdown to give the Falcons the lead 20-16. to But even with a two-point conversion, which they got, to make it 22-16, the Lions still had time on the clock to come back down and score. So here's Todd Gurley, veteran running back, Running through the line, only Will Harris, Lions' mediocre safety, tried tackling him, then stopped trying to tackle him, only to see Gurley dive at the goal line and go down in a heap, realizing he was close to the end zone, but the ball had broken the plane and dumbass gave the Lions a chance to win. If Gurley goes down at the one-yard line or slides at the two, the Falcons run the clock down. Kick an extra point, basically, and win 17-16. And the Lions and Matthew Stafford don't get the ball back. Instead, you know what happened. The Lions got the ball back with a minute to go. Stafford led them down the field. Uh, hit hit Hawkinson, hit Amendola. deep shot to Galladay. Got to within the goal line, or got to within the red zone. And on the game's final play with zeros on the clock, Stafford pump fakes, rolls left, and hits Hawkinson in the end zone. Extra point by Prater is good. Lions win. 23-22. Todd Gurley, stupid play. Alright? Well, today, Adam Schefter is reporting, Shefty, that free agent running back Todd Gurley is visiting the Lions. <laughs> now, the Lions don't have a ton of depth at running back. Uh, they let Karan Johnson go. They, they have uh, Jamar Jefferson, the rookie. They've got DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, of course. But Todd Gurley? Now, here's me, right? I'm going, Todd Gurley's got no tread left on the tires. He's got to be 30. Todd Gurley's only 27. Or 26. Did you realize that Todd Gurley was only 26? I didn't. Started his career in 2015 with the then St. Louis Rams. As a 21-year-old rookie, rushed for 1,106 yards and 10 touchdowns and won Rookie of the Year. Two years later, as an L.A. Ram in 2017, he scored 13 touchdowns and ran for 1,300 yards, and the Rams went to the Super Bowl. The next year, he ran for 1,251 yards and 17 touchdowns and was a Pro Bowler both in 2017 and 2018. And, of course, Rookie of the Year in 2015. Then the career started to go down. He had injuries, um, knee surgeries, in 2019, he went from averaging 4.9 yards a carry the year before to 3.8 yards a carry. The Rams released him after the 2019 season, and he signed with the Falcons in 2020, rushed for 678 yards, nine touchdowns, but only 3.5 yards per carry. Again, he's had he's been banged up, mostly uh, at the end of seasons. But he's played his last five years, 16, 15, 14, 15, and 15 games. But he's just not the same player. At one point in his career, he was averaging five yards a carry. Did that in 2018 and as a rookie. Last year, it was down to three and a half yards a carry. But... He's only 26. The Lions are looking at him. He's got familiarity, of course, with Brad Holmes and Ray Agnew from the Rams front office. And just like anything else, and this is not going to turn into the Patriots uh, of the Midwest. All right? This isn't going to be the Patriot way with Quinn and Patricia, but they know him. Brad Holmes knows him. Maybe they want to give him a chance. But I just have such a hard time with last year. One of the dumbest plays you'll ever see the Lions were letting him score. All they had to do was slide at the one or two yard line. And he kind of got to the goal line and forgot and crossed the plane, even though at the end he was trying to go down. Like (laughs) I get it. Three time pro bowler, first team all pro like only 26. You might as well take a look, but I just have a hard time with Todd Gurley on the Lions, not looking at him going what a dumb play that was last year. And he's not the same player. So I'm calling for a hard pass on picking up Todd Gurley. I want to see Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. I don't know what the Lions are going to do. You heard Chris Burke the other day say, maybe one game they start with Swift, depending on the defense. Another day they might start with Williams. Bigger back, stronger back, maybe against a bigger front. You start with Jamal Williams. Jamar Jefferson, their seventh-round pick they love because... He's on the team, and on Johnson was released after the draft. I get that the Lions don't have a ton of depth at at running back. Most teams carry three or four every week. But I don't know. I just can't get past last year. But I am surprised he's only 26 years of age. Do you want Todd Gurley on the Lions? Send me a tweet. I'm I'm interested in seeing what you guys think at Derry Speaks, uh, D-E-R-Y Speaks, on the Todd Gurley situation i just last year is still imprinted in my brain hey betonline.ag is the best way the fastest way the easiest way to bet on all of your sports action baseball seasons in full swing track all of it at bet online nba playoffs nhl playoffs heck i don't even know if you can bet on the ahl playoffs but shout out to my bakersfield condors let's get a w tonight fellas Plus, your UFC and MMA action is all there for you at betonline.ag. Don't just sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as these playoffs begin. NBA, NHL, and etc. Go to the website now or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, folks, as I've said many times on this podcast, I believe in Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell, and I'm going to give them a few years here to show me that uh, they can get the job done. One thing that I've liked that they've done is that they've let certain players walk. They said they liked Jared Davis, but when free agency started, eh, gone. Carry on Johnson, they said they liked him, but you know what? Released. They let players go. Kenny Galladay, eh, we're not going to spend this kind of money on you have a seat, take a hike, Marvin Jones, Amandola, whatever. Jelani Tavai is a former second-round Bob Quinn draft pick who, quite honestly, when I watch him play, I say to myself, this kid cannot get the job done. He is a backup at best, special teams guy that is too slow, too big, can't cover, can't go sideline to sideline, et cetera. He just has not panned out. Now, again, if Jelani Tavai was drafted in the fifth round, it would be different. But again, in the second round, sorry, rules change. Today, defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn said on Jelani Tavai that he's down 17 pounds and that Glenn told him, you are to lose a bunch of weight. Quote, he's another guy who's catching my eye, said Aaron Glenn, end quote. Told him to lose weight and he's done it. Down 17 pounds. Hmm. I, uh, you know, I just, it's a Bob Quinn player. I know he's catching the eye of Aaron Glenn, but this is shades of Miguel Cabrera is in the best shape of his life. Routine. You know, Glenn went on to say he's moving well. He's another guy that is catching my eye as far as guys who can run. I'll tell you what, Tobias is looking really, really good for us right now. Oh, boy. I mean, he was one of the lowest-rated linebackers in the entire league last year by Pro Football Focus, and it was like that all season. And the Matt Patricia defense, for some odd reason, he and Bob Quinn had this theory about big linebackers. Like, oh, man, we're going to re-sign Christian Jones. But see, whether it's big or small, Christian Jones wasn't good. Like, oh, July Tobias lost 17 pounds. He's in the 240s now. You know, if he was playing at a 260 range, that's stupid. And some of that is on the previous regime. But I still believe... And I think Aaron Glenn is going to put guys in the right position and right spots, but some of it, too, is just based on pure talent. There's only so much coaches can do. We're going to have to wait and see on this. If, the, if this coaching staff, Aaron Glenn and linebackers coach Mark DeLeon, if they can turn Jelani Tavai into a player, then I'll really have faith, faith in this staff. Because I watched a guy for a couple of years that just could not do it. That just was lost didn't know where the ball was, missed tackles, like just, you know. Glenn said, we challenged him for the weight we wanted him to come back at. I think that is the measure of discipline. When you tell a player, this is what I want you at, and then he comes back and he's there, that's the first thing. The second thing is just his movement. To me, as big as he is now that he lose a lot of weight, but to be as big as he is, he can move fairly well. See, I don't know how well he can move. I also don't know if he has great football instincts. I don't know. If these guys turn him around, that'd be great. Maybe I'm too tough on the linebackers, but there's your Jelani Tavai update for the day. More love for Tavai. That wraps things up for a Thursday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for listening, everybody.